and welcome to the Ripples in Space podcast. I'm John Davis. I'm Kate Reagan. It's episode 24, which is crazy. 25. 25. Um, I get confused because there's so many. It's wonderful. You should <laughs> listen to the other ones. Um, if this is your first time with us, thank you and welcome. Uh, I will read the bio for this piece of flash fiction we've selected, and Kate will read the story, and then we'll talk about it. So, yeah. Spencer Sapienza is an allegedly humorous writer from New Jersey. His mother loves him, but often hates his work. If you'd like to encourage his behavior, find Spencer on Twitter, YouTube, or Bandcamp.com. When the Pallid Men Came by Spencer Sapienza At first, no one noticed amidst the slate-gray sky. The vessel hung perfectly still over the White House. Identical crafts appeared around the globe. Was this a meeting or a threat? World leaders conferred discreetly. At first, the Russians were suspected, but they quickly dispelled accusations. One hung over the Kremlin, after all. Already in his red and gold pajamas, the Chinese premier expressed his displeasure with the ship's appearance in Beijing. The nations of the Middle East were ruled out one by one with each coming craft. Even North Korea issued an innocence plea, though no vessel revealed itself in their airspace. At 5 p.m. GMT, TV signals went out. For a few moments, screens were black. White type fizzled. A 15-minute countdown. Families gathered around their sets. Professionals rushed home. Passers-by congregated outside any storefront with the television playing. On bated breath, Mankind watched the final seconds tick away. A broadcast engaged. Lights were struck, revealing a simple desk not unlike a newsroom's. Someone sat behind it. Or something. A body, humanoid, but longer and with a rigid posture. Most striking was its complete lack of facial features. In the severe lighting, it was but a flat, smooth, white figure whiter than any snow-capped hill or milkman's delivery. A living silhouette, a pallid man. It glowed beneath its skin, pulsing, but not the familiar percussion of the human heart. It was truly alien. There was a keen silence. Then in perfect English, as stiff as its stance, it said, Good evening, human race. By now you have seen the vessels of my species floating above the political centers of the Earth. We are here in an ongoing quest through the galaxy to discover intelligent life beyond our home planet. It paused, not knowing it had touched upon the dreams of every curious child, wanderer, and lonesome soul. For eons our trek has been in vain. Though we have encountered many creatures with language and law, none match our achievements. It has only been through sheer strength of will that my race has prospered. Thus we regard new species in one of two ways, equal or insignificant. The pallid man's voice was even in tone and speed. As is customary in these encounters, we will reside for ten of your planet's rotations. In that time you must send us evidence of your significance as a race. It can be evidence of any kind, any order but it should singularly prove your preeminence or uniqueness to us. If you fail to meet our standards, we will vanquish you and harvest your planet's resources. Choose wisely. 
static. Regular programming resumed. Having lost all perspective, everyone watched after MASH. The effects of the vexing visitors were felt the next day. Fathers stepped out for cigarettes and rushed home. Mothers declared a preference for what dinner they prepared. In some towns, the people marched. In others, they prayed. Many wrote highfalutin think pieces. The leaders of the world convened for an emergency meeting at the UN. It was decided that a council would be assembled, made up of the greatest thinkers alive. It would be their job to decide what was sent to the vessels. The fate of the earth would rest in their hands, nay, their minds. Upon their first session, the council held extensive introductions. Each appointee fascinated their peers with the qualifications that led to this highest of honors. Degrees and awards were rattled off, glasses adjusted, interpreters nipped their coffee. Eventually, their work began. Despite the unparalleled genius gathered, an agreement could not be reached. What single-handedly represented mankind's capabilities? Which emblem of humanity would satisfy? A Nobel laureate pushed for Beethoven. It was squashed by an EGOT. Mensa's president suggested Mozart, but it was silenced. Kind of blue, cried one. The White Album, came another. Rain in blood. Only Billy Crystal's marvelous can prove man's worth. All the while, time passed. A single work of Shakespeare's could not be chosen. Oscar Wilde, Jane Austen, T.S. Eliot, Keats, Neruda, Da Vinci, Hokusai, Picasso, Rodin, Pollock, Alan Moore, Coco Chanel, Gaudi, Pavlova, Aristotle, Confucius, Kant, the Bible, the Vedas, and the Quran were thrown out. Charlie Chaplin was vouched for, as was Casablanca, Rashomon, Psycho, The Four Hundred Blows, Something with Brando, The King and I, No, The Catcher in the Rye. Star Wars was dismissed for obvious reasons. Some thought to appeal to the warlike side of the Pale Pirates. But like all good explorers, the aliens must have thought themselves opportunists and not conquerors. The speeches of Martin Luther King or Nelson Mandela would surely mean nothing to the invaders. Days were gone now. Outside the walls of this room, people tried to live life well. The anxiety of what was coming created an unspoken bond of humility. People were kind to their neighbors, crime plummeted. Everyone considered going vegan. After a week of fervor in the UN, discussion broke down and compromise seemed impossible. Birds were flipped, thumbs were bit, mannerisms mocked, reports torn and slurs slurred. The eighth day featured a surprising amount of silence. Would these scholars be saviors or saboteurs? And then only hours remained. The vessels did not hang any lower or point weapons. Military leaders awaited instruction, but knew none would come. This was it. Without pomp or circumstance, it was declared that the council had submitted a selection to the pallid men. The public was not informed of the specifics, but no one seemed to mind. The residents of Earth wanted to enjoy their final day and be with the ones they loved. In some horrifying symmetry, the intergalactic imperialists commandeered the televisions of Earth at 5 p.m. on the tenth day. 
This time, word of mouth spread the news as very few people had their sets on when the broadcast began. Good evening, humans, it began. The tone was different this time. The creature seemed to be straining. As my race has come to expect, you have taken the maximum amount of time to prove your worth. We have reviewed your submission. We had never had to learn the entirety of a recreational activity before, but it is only fair that we do so to properly judge your existence. Cricket is interesting indeed. At first, my race was puzzled. We have sport in our culture, but nothing like this. Cricket seems to be athletic in nature, and yet requires no real feats of strength or speed. It is an activity pioneered by the aristocratic, and yet most beloved by the hopelessly impoverished. Enthusiasts pride themselves on tradition, but the game changes to maintain popularity. It paused. Was it for emphasis or lack of words? It is organized for amusement, and yet takes multiple full days to complete a single match? Tea breaks? It just seems so counterintuitive to... It struggled. For the sake of brevity, I'll say this. My race has never seen anything as complex, needlessly or otherwise, as cricket. Despite our complete immersion in the lore, we are still unsure we have grasped any meaning. Is there even a point? It tilted its head away from the audience. There were sounds, ungodly noises from off-screen, somewhere within the vessel. The goal of this quest was to find species equal to our own. Along the way, we have destroyed great militaries and parasites. But this cricket is... Far too calculated and sinister for us. We wish you well in your continued survival as a species and hope to have no further interaction. We will now leave. Static. The television resumed. The vessels disappeared as inauspiciously as they had arrived. There was celebration. People joined hands, walls were torn down, charities thrived. Cricket matches sprang up in the street. Most broke various rules and were left unfinished. A ceremony honoring the council was announced, but due to organizational difficulties, each member received their own parade. Time passed, and the vessels became a distant memory. It seemed to the humans that their civilization had not been justified so much as proven indisputable. Things went back to normal. Hatred was remembered and wars resumed. Summer was fast approaching, and cricket season was near. And that was When the Pallid Men Came. I really enjoyed this story myself. Uh, it was kind of cool that when it got to the point of they're discussing what could they possibly send up to make the aliens go away. I found myself thinking, what would I send if I were on this council? And I was thinking, like, the Magna Carta or something like that. But then, Cricket. So that's an interesting turn of events. Cricket saves the world. Huzzah! <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. Um, I hadn't ever thought about Cricket that much. I knew it was 
a sport a la similar to baseball, but in the end, it's actually kind of complicated. Yeah, I looked up the rules, and after about rule number two, I was like, nope, I don't get it. Although I do admit that now I, I do wish to attempt to play cricket because I am intrigued and would love to experience it firsthand. Uh, maybe I'd watch a match first before I'd try it. Anyway, um, that was a pretty fun... It's a fun romp. Yes, it was a fun tale. Uh, we enjoy flash fiction, if you can't already tell, and we enjoy reading stories that are submitted to us by writers from all over the world, which is kind of awesome and crazy. So if you find yourself being such a writer, you should send us your stories. We say this a lot, but we mean it. Um, you can send those stories to us through our submittable page. Check us out there. We have several submission periods open. Yeah, and as always, if you feel so inclined, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram is not getting a lot of love these days. It needs some love. I'll post some pictures. <laughs> um, and we look forward to bringing you another podcast next week. So, yeah, from all of us here at Ripples in Space, cheers from the void. Take care. <laughs>